Hey, I'm Savannah. And I'm Adi, and we're the Politos. We're here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving our family, and learning about the world. And today we're talking about homeschool versus public school, part three. High school. Explain yourself. Explain myself. Explain me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I do wrong you last did, Hey, don't <laughs> say it that way. You didn't do anything wrong. It's just when I was listening back to the podcast, mm-hmm. I wanted to clarify something. Yeah. Let me be clear. Go ahead. Um, but I'm clarifying something you said. Yeah. But anyway, when you were talking about Costco, mm-hmm. I wanted to clarify something. So you said when you walk in, instead of taking like the main route yeah. to go to the other side, and it sounded like you meant to like walk across the cash registers oh yeah to the other side mm-hmm. and then kind of like work your way backwards mm-hmm. but that's not what you meant no what you meant was instead of kind of taking like one of the middle it's like the wide area uh-huh. that goes through the store uh-huh. to go all the way to like the right or left whatever side you're walking mm-hmm. in on mm-hmm. um all the way against the wall and so you're walking up like the side of the building mm-hmm. instead of like the middle Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you're seeing some like interesting different stuff. Yeah, it's from almost like electronics or home stuff. Home stuff. Yeah. Printers. Office. And all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is that this tip doesn't really apply to other Costco warehouses because, again, like I said, all Costco's are built different. Like they're they're structured differently. But most of them have that. It's just that it depends on what side of the store you're on. Yeah. Because I've been to one where that section with electronics is kind of in the kind of the centered, so you can see that right away, but it's not really in the left or the right, it's kind of in the middle. Yeah. So um the tip was to just go to the uh, the, the place where there's not a lot of people. Right. A lot of traffic. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> and sure. another Costco tip is to try to show up there early, like mm-hmm. when they open. Yeah. Or an hour after they open, because obviously, and especially in a, in a weekday, mm-hmm. but uh, not everybody is able to do that because of work, right? school, or whatever. But uh, yeah. Anyway, so do you have any other tips? <laughs> any other tips? Any random tips? Yeah, at all. No? Not that I can think of. Oh, bummer. Well, the switch gears here to something that happened this past weekend. Mm-hmm. You want to explain what happened this sure. past weekend? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so for Christmas, I think we talked about this. We mm-hmm, did. Mm-hmm. Um, that Audie gave me tickets to the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child play. Yeah. And that was this past weekend. Yeah. And so we went, and I'll just say it was amazing. Um, but <laughs> we're not going to talk about it that much because we actually have an episode coming up. Mm-hmm. And the not too distant future, yeah. where we're going to be talking about live events, mm-hmm. and so we're going to talk about Harry Potter and the Cursed Child in more detail then. Yes, but it was super fun. Yeah, super great. There was a slightly grouchy lady who worked at the theater, <laughs> <laughs> but the play was incredible. It was. It was really good. Yeah, so we'll talk about that next time yeah. with some spoilers. Definitely. Yeah, because we have to. We yeah. need to talk about what happened, oh, what yeah. we saw. But we'll definitely give like spoiler warnings for that part of the episode, and it won't be the whole episode that we're yeah. talking about it. So Yeah, 
the last thing I'll say about that is that I think it was the best play I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Hundred percent. Yeah, and I've seen The Lion King. <laughs> Isn't that the <laughs> only other play you've seen? No. Well, like kind of Broadway plays, yes. Yeah. I've seen like some local Yeah. You know, plays. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to one one time. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So uh I'm excited about that. And the last thing we'll say here is we haven't talked about this at all, but it's in the works. We are going to review a book sometime like in the next month and a half or so. Yeah. So we just want to get that out there. If you want to read that book beforehand and then listen to that episode when we review the book. Mm-hmm. The name of the book and the author is Taking Back Your Family, which you got for Christmas. Yeah. Right? And the author is... Jefferson Bethke. Yeah. So if you want to read that book, it's, a, I think, his latest book, right? Yes. That he came out with. So you got that for Christmas, mm-hmm. and uh, we haven't read it yet. Yeah, which I wanted to review it before that. It wasn't like I just got it for Christmas, and then I was like, oh, let's review this. Um, I've been mm-hmm. wanting it ever mm-hmm. since I like found out that he was writing it. Mm-hmm. It sounded super interesting to me, so I thought we should read it and talk about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's called Taking Back Your Family by Jefferson Bethke. There might be an audio version of it. I'm not sure. Yeah. I it, imagine there is. And it, it looks like a small book. Like, not a lot of pages. So, I think it'll be a quick uh, read-through. Yeah. I think. I would imagine so. So, Yeah. So, um, you have, like, a month, at least a month and a half or so. Yeah. So, you prepare for that. We Uh, haven't started reading it yet. Yeah. So, as we get closer to to that episode, we'll, like, give everybody the warning. Like, hey, T-minus two weeks or so. But, um, so far, him as the author and, um, like, a person and the message he delivers about family sounds pretty good. He has written other books. Yeah, I've talked family to, and Yeah, I talked about his book um To Hell with the Hustle. Yeah. Uh, I think we actually gave that away as part of one of our first giveaways. Yeah. Um yeah. that's like one of my favorite books. Mm-hmm. And so I highly recommend that one also, but um yeah, so I'm excited to read this one and then we will talk about it. Like one of the things you mentioned to me that he like either wrote or said regarding family, I really loved. And that was that picture your, your every new member in your family, like a newborn child that coming into your family, that they are there for a reason that mm-hmm. they're, they have something to give to the family that you don't, you didn't have before yeah. that everybody like has an important role. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. right. Am I saying that correctly? You are. Yeah. He talks a lot about family teams and how yeah. each team member brings something specific and yeah. how it's like if you have a new member join your family um one way to look at it is that oh obviously our team wasn't complete yet and there yeah. was something missing to our team yeah and he talks a lot about sibling relationships which i think is super interesting and in how to mm. cultivate healthy sibling relationships mm-hmm. based on that like team mentality yeah to try to kind of avoid more of like the rivalry and competition so super interesting and that's just like from hearing him talk about the book and also talk like on social media and stuff yeah so definitely looking forward to actually reading kind of the meat of what he has to say yeah yeah so i'm very excited about that so taking back your family that's the name of the book yes go and get it if you want to and that is it (laughs) Mm -hmm. so let's get down to the nitty-gritty so let's get into uh, the hopefully the last part of the homeschool versus public school it better episode, be. <laughs> the series. Yes, uh, it's been pretty, I think, um, fun. Yeah, and pretty cool to talk about um, the past, 
you know, years of our schools and everything. So I have a couple things. Unlike last week, I had like six different things that took up the whole episode about revisiting <laughs> the previous like years. Yeah. <laughs> this time I have only two notes I wrote down that I forgot to mention I was as I was listening to last week's episode. Okay. Okay, so um, regarding middle school. So let's go back to middle school before we go into um, high school. Okay. So one of the things I totally forgot about was... Uh, it's one of the coolest things that happened to me and a friend of mine had this math teacher, I believe in eighth grade, Miss mm-hmm. uh, Garcia or Mrs. Garcia. I, I forgot, but um, she got married and with her name or had it. <laughs> okay. But yeah, Miss Garcia, right? She uh, she offered this to everybody who wanted to do it, and nobody really uh, wanted to take her like offer, okay. except for me and my friend. So the teacher offered. Anybody that wanted to stay after school and help her with like admin stuff, with cleaning, with anything that she needed to get done. Okay. And in return, she would take the students that helped out, I think like once a month or so, she would take us to the movies. No way. Yeah. Like she would go to the movies with you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except for like a couple of times when she just dropped us off okay. and I came back after the movie. Yeah. But it was a really cool deal. So I was like, heck Yeah. And so my best friend and I, we did that for so long. Really? For for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to see so many movies. That's so and cool. And we went to the, to the local movie theater and we got the popcorn, we got the snacks, we got everything on the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, on, on her. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we went to go see the movie and um, every like every month or so. Wow. Uh, after helping, yeah, after helping her. How so. late did you have to stay after school to help her? I don't know. Maybe like 30 to an hour. Okay. Not that long. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was every maybe like once a week or so. Oh, not um, every day. Not every day. I don't think so. Okay. It was like twice a week or so. Uh-huh. But it was, yeah, some good dedicated time after school. And uh, we would clean the whiteboards, um, put things in order, you know, all these yeah. little things and stuff. And uh, it was really cool. So one of the things that um, I think a lot of, a big reason why a lot of people didn't want to help her, because she was kind of uh, very strict, very oh, mean. Uh-huh. But through this after-school helping program that I did with her, yeah, I think because of that, she really was very fond of me. Yeah. And she liked me. Uh-huh. And so I never really got in trouble. And uh. she wouldn't really yell at me. She would be really strict <laughs> and yell at people. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. After doing the after-school after school program, I thought uh, like we had this really cool connection, you know? Yeah. Until... Uh oh. Until one time when there was this other cool teacher uh, <laughs> that offered us the same thing, I believe. Like in return, I don't think it was movies, but I think in return it was something else. Uh huh. And so then I think I stopped helping Miss Garcia <gasps> and then switched over and helped this other teacher. And then Miss Garcia, uh, <laughs> I think she got jealous. Like she <laughs> just stop talking to me the way that she would yeah so wow. there was that little drama going on and i told my parents i told my mom and she like laughed laughed at that that like oh yeah she got jealous you know <laughs> and and it sounded like that she just didn't take it lightly um i think it was more of like a sign of a betrayal i think yeah you know on my part and uh i forgot if my best friend came along with me uh-huh. or stayed with with her <laughs> but uh i i don't know why i switched uh you know just teachers but yeah so that's funny it was a cool time 
to get picked up by the teacher on a Saturday and go to the movies with her mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, yeah, I can't believe I did that. It was really fun though. That's cool. Good times. Good mm-hmm. movies. Free movies. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. So my last thing is regarding wrestling. So I mentioned I did wrestling for yeah. those two years, seventh and eighth grade, right? Mm-hmm. One thing I didn't mention that I told you like I think a year ago or so is that something happened to the wrestling team. What it was, was one started with one team member wrestling a uh, team member. He got ringworm. And so from there it spread through um, the rest of the team. Oh my goodness. I don't know that much about that. You don't. So I just looked it up actually myself and don't look, don't click on images if you don't want to, but uh, it's very common. Okay. Okay. And it's a highly contagious fungal infection of the skin or scalp. Oh, that makes sense. So ringworm is spread by skin-to-skin contact or by touching an infected animal or object. So one of us got it, and then from there, this whole rash spread through the rest to the rest of the team. Yikes! And I got it Mm -hmm. on your head, on my arm, on my head, and um, yeah, I remember my my close friend in wrestling. He looked at his arm. He's like, oh, look at that. It looks like a little worm. And I was at that time, I was wrestling him. We were practicing. Oh. And I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so the next day, I think I got it. Or that night, I got it. And so I think essentially, I think everybody got it in the wrestling team. So then they send out this big memo to all the students and parents. Oh, the saying, whole school? The whole school saying, hey, I, yeah, I remember the next day, the next morning, um, the teacher hands out these uh, pieces of paper saying ringworm watch out to be careful the rest of the team pretty much got it <laughs> oh, be careful man. and so this whole news spread yeah. that the rest of the team was contagious oh my gosh and i think at that time not everybody really like showed up to wrestling team events or at all or you know any yeah any wrestling team events so i don't think a lot of people knew that i was in the wrestling team yeah but uh, I got it, and um, I think I had it for like a few weeks. So, did you have to like go to the doctor, or how did it? How I do you think treat so. it? I think we had to go to the doctor and and put some like cream on it, okay, and cover it up, yeah. And so then they canceled some matches, uh-huh. and I think that the other schools knew that we had it. So then, like, we oh, had to not wrestle, and, yeah. And so it was like it was yeah. There was no like wrestling practices or matches for like two weeks. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that happened. That's and, crazy. Uh, it was very nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It was embarrassing. Like yeah. that morning to get this, like, you know, news that we have it. And yeah. I obviously covered it up, you know. Right. Yeah. Wow. But essentially, it's a rash that looks like a, like a, a worm in the shape of a ring. Like it's a, a circular, circle. Yeah. yeah. Circular worm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Really, really interesting. Yeah. Weird. And that's it. That's all the stuff that I left out about uh, middle school. <laughs> okay. So I don't think I have anything to you add. You don't? No. I don't okay. think so. Mm, okay. Okay. Well, let's get down to the more needy and more greedy. All right. So this is the, the big one, I think. Yeah. Uh, in a way. In a way? Well, I mean, four years. Yeah. But I mean, elementary school, it's also five years, six years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you want to start? How about we like take turns? Sure. Freshman year. I'll start with, <laughs> listen, I've told you so many times that I don't remember like distinct years that well because it just wasn't as like, the the separation between the years wasn't as dramatic for me. Okay. Okay. So you're going to just kind of uh, vaguely talk about <laughs> part of the kind of. Okay. high school? Well, 
I have like in my mind, I have more categories. Okay. Like different categories as opposed to like year by year. But I'll talk about some of it year by year. No, it's fine. This is your thing. I mean, talk about your categories. Like why, (laughs) why categories? Like when I think about high school, I'm thinking about different things. So I'm thinking about like social things. I'm thinking about academics. I'm thinking about anxiety. Mm. And then I'm thinking about, I feel like there was one other thing, but I forgot. Okay. So how many, so how many uh, categories do we have? I don't know. Three or four. Like four or five. No, I said three. Three. Okay. So let's talk about the first category. Yeah. Social. No, I don't want to start with that. Okay, talk about anxiety. Anxiety, then. <laughs> okay, well, I already know what I'm going to say. So oh, why are you? Oh, trying to I'm just trying to help you. To Go ahead. Okay, so when I think about high school, one of the first things that comes to mind, especially as we were talking about the previous years, I was thinking about, oh yeah, especially when we were talking about elementary school. Mm-hmm. At that time, homeschooling was the air I breathed. No, it was. <laughs> like all i knew right yeah and i had friends who went to public school but i didn't Mm -hmm. fully realize like that what we were doing was not the norm Mm -hmm. you know because Mm -hmm. i was so young and that's just how i was raised yeah i talked about how i had a lot of like pride in my work and i was very just like confident in um my you know my accomplishments and things like that Mm -hmm. so as i was kind of like looking forward to high school i just remember that that's where I had a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. in general, but also <laughs> specifically around school. Uh-huh. And it's it, very interesting to think about because this anxiety was only coming from myself. Nobody was putting any pressure on me to get good grades, to, you know, excel in certain things. Like, for the most part the way that my school days looked were still so similar to when I was young, you know, because I was still at home. It was still very much independent. Uh But around this time I started to develop this just fear and like anxiety about whether I was learning enough and whether I was learning the right things. Mm -hmm. It was at this time when I think I really started to see the stark contrast between what my school days looked like and Mm -hmm. what a public school day looked like. Mm -hmm. And that started to stress me out because I felt like, well, I'm only spending, you know, X amount of time doing school. Yeah. And all of these other kids are spending, you know, eight hours a day at school. Mm -hmm. And I don't have all this pressure to, like, get good grades and to, you know, pass these tests and all these things. And my tests were very just like low key and I didn't have, you know, report cards that I had to like stress out about or anything like that. Right. And so I just started to think like, what if this isn't enough? Yeah. Like what if I graduate from high school and go to college and realize like, oh, (laughs) you didn't learn the same things that everybody else here learned. Mm -hmm. And all those doubts, like I think we talked last week about the stigma around homeschooling and that people Mm -hmm. would say like, well, why aren't you at school? Why, you know, why aren't you at home working, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and would question like the amount of time we were spending on Mm -hmm. school and things like that. And all of those doubts and questions, I really like internalized at this point. Mm -hmm. And I just started feeling like, yeah, what if they were right all along? And Mm -hmm. we've just been like slacking off here and haven't done enough. Yeah. And so I started getting really concerned about that. 
I think in junior high, I did take something that's like equivalent to like star testing. Yeah. Um, and so w- whenever we did that, that always kind of helped me to have that reassurance of like, okay, this is a standardized test. Yeah. And, I, remember, I remember star test. Yeah. And I did that a few years. And so that kind of helped me feel more confident. Mm-hmm. But just in general, like all throughout high school, I just had that fear. Mm-hmm. And it really wasn't ever resolved or mm-hmm. I didn't really have peace about that until I went to college and until I was actually oh, in college uh-huh. and realized like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I actually can, you know, do these classes and yeah, I you know, I didn't, there were no issues there. Mm -hmm. And that's when I felt fine. But then, yeah, so all through high school, I just kind of had that fear of like, what is, what if this isn't enough? Mm -hmm. And along with that, also during this time was when I really started to struggle with math. And up until this point, I had kind of like scraped by and I was, and I was able to do okay at it, but I didn't feel like I had a super strong grasp of it. Yeah. So... As I talked about before um, in other episodes, the majority of my schoolwork was just like reading from a book and then doing activities, quizzes, tests, and things like that. Yeah. As it turned out, I couldn't learn math that way at all. Uh Uh-huh. And so in high school, I, I remember my freshman year, I was trying to learn Algebra 1 the same way that I had learned all of my math up to that point, which was just mm-hmm. reading explanations of like how to do the problems and then trying to do it. Yeah. And then like I would go and ask for help from like my parents or my older brother and none of them could like <laughs> explain it to me in a way that made sense. Yeah. And so I never understood. I wasn't able to grasp like, okay, am I doing this correctly? Am I understanding it? Mm -hmm. So that didn't work. Mm -hmm. So there just was like nobody who could really help me. And so I basically spent three years, freshman, sophomore, and junior year, Uh struggling, trying to learn Algebra 1 and just not being able to do it. Oh, wow. So finally going into my senior year, we were like, okay, we have to... (laughs) figure something out right um because i think i tried all like different curriculums and Uh i just couldn't it just was not clicking for me Mm -hmm. and so finally going into my senior year i still hadn't gotten beyond algebra one yeah and so i got this like video course Uh and so it was the same material but i was watching a recording of an actual classroom oh and so um, there was an actual classroom with a teacher yeah. and students there, uh-huh. and I was watching it. And for the first time, I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is actually starting to make sense gotcha. to me." Yeah. And so I started taking that course, uh-huh. and then it was starting to click. And I was just like, "Oh, this is just what I needed all along was to mm-hmm. have somebody, a- an actual math teacher, explain yeah. it to me yeah. in a way that would make sense." And so. I started to feel a lot better, Mm -hmm. but then like halfway through my senior year, I started the process of enrolling in the junior college that was in my town. Yeah. And so (laughs) I started the process of enrolling and part of the enrollment process was you were supposed to take a a placement test for English and math. 
Okay. Because those are like obviously the main yeah. subjects and they yeah. want to see where you're at. So I go to this junior college and I take this placement test and in English I scored high, like where I was supposed to be. I think mm-hmm. I scored at like a senior in high school or a college freshman level. Mm-hmm. And then in math, of course, I <laughs> I scored at an algebra one level and I oh. got placed. And so basically it was a placement test. Uh-huh. And so for the English, I got placed into English, whatever, uh-huh. whatever was supposed to be, which was like the normal, you know, college freshman level. Yeah. And then for math, I got placed into sort of like remediate mm-hmm. math, which was at a high school algebra one level. Mm-hmm. And so then, so here I am halfway through my senior year and I was like, well, <laughs> I'm not going to finish out my algebra class in high school if I'm just going to have to take it again in college. Yeah. So I just basically dropped out of my high school algebra one class because I was going to have to take it again. Yeah. So long story short is I spent four years of high school trying and failing to do algebra one. Wow. So that was very frustrating. Yeah. And then once I got into junior college and I was you know, in this math class. And I was kind of embarrassed a little bit to be there because I knew that this was like, this wasn't even going to count toward my degree because it wasn't college level work. Yeah. And so that was kind of frustrating. Yeah. Um, And like my friends tested into higher math levels than I did. Right. And so it was a little bit embarrassing, but I got there and I remember, so this was my very first like classroom experience. I know we're not talking about college (laughs) in this episode, but that was like my first ever like traditional classroom experience. Mm. And I got there and, you know, the class started and I was like, oh, I can do this. And I, and I realized like, oh, it's not just that I can't do math. It's just Uh that I didn't have the right way to learn it all through high school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so in a way that made me feel better and just knowing that oh, it's not that there's something wrong with me. It's just that the way that I was expected to be able to learn math was kind of unrealistic. And I mean, yeah. I think it works for some people. Right. But probably not a lot. Yeah. And so I definitely, like, I was able to learn, like, my basic math skills that way through elementary and middle school. But then when it came to high school, it just wasn't possible for me. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah. Math in high school, it's uh, pretty confusing yeah. It could be and tricky as well. Yeah, I remember my as I got older in like junior high school, it was definitely complicated. Mm-hmm. And having like a teacher there and also having your classmates there to help and to study together and yeah. after school uh, opportunities for you to be meet with a teacher and help you and all that stuff like uh, I don't know, it, it is hard and some people like are not great at math. Like, yeah. Like me, me, you know, I was kind of good and, and not so good, depending on what kind of math <laughs> yeah, subject, same. you know. <laughs> Just because you have this like kind of maybe ideal uh, teaching system doesn't mean that you're going to succeed right. in it, right? So it's also, you know, it's, it's up to that individual, like the how they enjoy that subject or if they could really absorb it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so as for me, it was really hard. Yeah. I'll get to that um, later. So we talked about your little bit of anxiety, and what was the first category you talked about? Oh, that was the that was it. I was oh, going to talk about like social stuff, which I'll I'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah. But I wanted to talk specifically about like the school and academics and all that. Gotcha. 
Well, I'll try to see if I could uh, put um, freshman and sophomore year together. Um, there, I think there's a lot more to talk about when it comes to my high school experience because yeah. there were just so many things going on. Like <laughs> we could just spend a whole the whole episode talking about freshman year. <laughs> yeah, right? I think freshman year it was one of those awkward year, awkward year yeah. where your your body's trying to catch up to like everybody's height yeah. and weight and looks and everything, and you know. Um, it was just really funny, like how small and I was compared to like juniors and seniors. Mm-hmm. Like I would look at those kids, I'm like, they look like adults, you know? Yeah. They pretty much are adults, right? So um, it was very intimidating for sure. Like I mm-hmm. thought middle school was intimidating as a newcomer, like seventh grader. Yeah. Like freshman year was very scary because you're surrounded with other older kids and girls, and puberty has hit and. You know, you're you feel like you're at your prime as well, and there's just so many kids that are, you know, into sports and to other stuff. And you, there's a time that you gotta let go of all these like kiddish things that you do, like video games <laughs> and um, other, you know, toys or whatever. Yeah, I think I found myself like at a place where I had to um, kind of hide those things that I like loved at home and leave oh. behind and know to fit in with everybody else. Interesting. Because when you're in, in the high school, I think you're in this like place where you, that's a time where you like meet people and make friends and new friends. Yeah. Or you see old people from like elementary school years come back, mm-hmm. you know, for, because again, I'm talking about like, there's division, right? After you graduate from elementary school. Yeah. So you might see some people you haven't seen, you know, they might ignore you. They might <laughs> talk to you. So there's that. It's Interesting. Like, you yeah. know, you just have to be okay with whatever happens. Right. And so there's definitely cliques. There's definitely groups mm. of people. Like here's a group of people that are into anime. Yeah. We see people like hang out in different groups and stuff. And it's like, okay, where do I fit in? Yeah. You know, what, what, what am I into? So at the same time, you're discovering yourself. Right. What do you, what's your lifestyle like? What do you, enjoy doing mm-hmm. and then also your attire like we no longer have the uniform oh, attire right. yeah you could definitely wear blue jeans you know there's obviously limitations to like you know um blouses and spaghetti straps you can mm-hmm. wear all that stuff right and um obviously there was more restrictions for females than guys as always yes right um yeah, so it was really hard, you know, like trying to decide what to wear, you know, what what should I wear to <laughs> yeah. like to to um to show off, right, and to like feel <laughs> to good, look off. good, right, and yeah. to impress or whatever. Yeah, and and so it was one of those interesting like places where being surrounded with other kids, uh-huh. a ton of kids. I think I talked about in previous episodes where we graduated with like the biggest class ever. Oh, yeah. And that was like almost 400 kids. Wow. Yeah. And so that that was just our class. Multiply yeah. times four. That's you crazy. Know? So on average, we had maybe like close to maybe, I don't know, 1,500 yeah. kids mm-hmm. on campus. And there's also like, you know, crushes and mm-hmm. events to attend. And so my freshman year, I think, was maybe kind of the best year as far as like socially. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Even though, again, it was very hard. Yeah. <laughs> so before you have your first day, you have summer where you have to attend, um, like I think, orientation. Mm-hmm. You have to attend. You have to go in person and pick up your, your schedule. And that's when you see other people, you know, yeah. and with your parent. And you're like, hey. And um, <laughs> and that's where also you could um, try out for, for fall sports. Oh, okay. And one of the biggest sports in the fall is football. Yeah. 
And so I tried out for it because I thought, well, like my, like I mentioned, my older cousin, he was one year older than I was. So he was ahead of the game, right? Mm-hmm. And so he was trying out for football football so i was like yeah let me do it too right okay i actually followed him all the way to like college too so anyway <laughs> um <laughs> uh and so then I, we try out right he doesn't make it a lot of people like just don't make it mm-hmm. uh, during the the summer uh, workout time with for football and they call it double days so there was you would go twice a day like one time in the morning and one time in the afternoon oh, wow. um, to practice. And wow. it was really intense. It was, it was very hot. And I don't know why I did it, but I did it, right? <laughs> I thought, well, this is the this thing is a to sport do. you got to do, you yeah. know? And I had zero knowledge of football. Really? What the positions were called and the plays. But I still did it. I was part of the team. I made it. Wow. I think by just being there, showing up to practice and doing what I was told to do. Yeah. And I was a uh, fullback and I was one of the best like positions, like as far as like, you know, offense and stuff to mm-hmm. get the ball, make a s- touchdowns and all that stuff. Right. Okay. And so I did it, but I still had no idea like how to read plays. Like okay. I had zero clue what such and such thing with the number, yeah. you know, the name of the play, what was. And I would get so confused when they had like the same term for a play, but with a different number. Oh, you know, yeah. Like one of them was called like suicide 24 or whatever, suicide, <laughs> and they would change it up to suicide uh-huh. 25. I'm like, what's the difference? Yeah. You know? Oh my and goodness. so once I remembered like a play, I would. I just couldn't uh, absorb the rest of the plays, and <laughs> it was so confusing. So, um, but luckily, I was able to score one and only touchdown ever nice. in my in my football career. I'll uh, I'll talk about it here because it was very like memorable. Yeah. Um, so it was one of the plays where I was behind the the quarterback, and he says hike right, and then the play was where I uh, get ready to catch the ball, like run to the left of him okay. and, and put my hands up here so I could like catch the ball and have the ball touch my belly. So I, then I hold on to the ball and run with it like that. Yeah. Right? And so um, the, the play is that I would fake it. It was a fake, okay. it's a fake pass. Uh-huh. And then, um, then he would throw it to someone else. Right. Okay. Obviously it's up to the quarterback. If he wants to fake it or give it to me, mm-hmm. I was thinking, well, I'm not the best here. So he's <laughs> definitely going to fake it. And so I was just going through the motions. And so I did my, I put my hands up like this. So then I could get the ball Yeah. and he hands it to me. <gasps> and once I feel something between my hands, I'm like, Oh, this is the ball. <laughs> Like, oh my gosh, this is actually the ball. Okay. And so I was not expecting it. So I run. And so then I see the linemen, like, they, they block, right? Yeah. And so then there was there was a straight, like, walkway to, like, run towards the, the, um, the end, zone? end zone. And the end zone was, like, literally, like, 10 yards away. It wasn't that far. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that run, big of a, of a run. Yeah. So I book it run 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 and i see open like you know end zone and then all of a sudden i see um someone from the other team tackle me he grabs me from behind he throws me back and i'm like oh i'm uh, that's done it's the end but i heard no whistle right into so the whole kind of uh mentality right like uh play until you hear with until you yeah. hear the whistle so i'm like i hear no whistle so we're, st- we're still playing. Yeah. And so I fall on his, it t- turns out that I fall on, on him. I don't touch the ground. And so then I roll 
uh, I'm not sure how far, if I was already in the end zone, I was like like a couple inches away, uh-huh. I row where the end zone is, and then like put place a ball on the ground, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm not sure if it was like I was, I was already in the end yeah. zone, or it was like maybe a couple inches away, but I like fall, and then turn to my right, to and then touch the, how the ball touched the, the ground, wow. and then I hear the, the ref with the whistle, and that was a touchdown, I'm like, oh my gosh. That was amazing. That's amazing. That was our first touchdown. And so, <laughs> but I never got to start. And that's a big deal mm-hmm. to to be a starter. And I never did. And so I remember the the coach, he was also a um, staff. He would just, mm-hmm. you know, make sure people are not like walking without a pass or whatever okay. between classes, right? Yeah. During classes. And uh, I remember he would talk to my teacher about me. Like, he remember, I remember one time he said, like, yeah, he has ne- Audi has never started at all. Like, you know, I'm not sure about him, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not that great. And I messed up a couple plays. Like, I remember one time I was called to go and, and uh, be in the game. Mm-hmm. And they called. They told me, tell the, tell the team it's this play, right? And so as I'm running to the team in the uh, field, as I was running, I'm like, I don't know this. I don't know this play. Oh my gosh, I have no idea. So talk about anxiety. Yeah, you're in the middle of a game. You're told like, okay, this play. We're gonna run this play, and I have no idea. I oh, I'm sure I'm goodness. gonna be involved in the play and stuff. And so they say down downside hike. Boom. You know, I'm I'm just like running to the left. I'm like I don't know what to do. I pass. I I I, I bump into a teammate of mine, <laughs> and, and then after that play, sure enough, like they call me back to sit down back in the bench. Aww. Right. Surprisingly, after that year, I didn't try it again. I was done. Okay. As far as the rest of freshman year goes, I was a class president. Which talk oh, about that's like, right. being at the peak of social, like just the ladder, right? I, I, that's very I cool. that was like the, my high point in I think just high school. Wow, being the the uh, the president and you came in strong I as did, class president and then on the football team. So there's there's a this drama included with this. So okay, um, I was running for president. Is this also the year that you had your first girlfriend? No, okay, no, no, that was uh. My only girlfriend in high school was um, in senior year. Senior year, okay. Towards the end, like prom. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were some crushes here and there and stuff, which was surprisingly. But anyway. um, (laughs) You were surprised people had crushes on you? Yeah, one of them was like, (laughs) was was a year older than I was. She didn't know. I looked looked older. She thought I was a junior. Turns out, uh, you know, um, when she realized I was a sophomore, she was very shocked. She was like, wait a minute, you're in, you're a sophomore? (laughs) Because someone said, hey, uh, they mentioned a teacher's name. Yeah. And and so they're like, wait, that's a software teacher. <laughs> and so then she stopped talking to me after that. Aw. Yeah. And then, yeah. So anyway, so anyway, um, going back to to freshman year. So Wait, can I say something? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Speaking of that, that just reminded me of a question I have because I was just hearing somebody talk about how when he was in high school and he's like, older than us like 40 yeah. 40s yeah he was talking about how when he was in high school that people would date like anybody like from oh. freshman to senior yeah and he was talking about how now his kids that that's not a thing that you only date like one year above or below oh really that freshmen and and like freshmen and seniors do not 
date each other. Yeah, which is kind of weird, right? It um, is weird because but... it's like this could be like a fourteen-year-old and an eighteen-year-old, yeah. and that's that is kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. There, there are people in my time. In my time, they were dating like older guys. Okay. Right, like a freshman was dating like a junior. And I think possibly a, a senior. So there was like people that were well known, like they're the couples that like here's a young female and the older male. Yeah, is usually that way. Yeah, and it's never the other way around. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's why I, that one girl stopped. She was like, "Oh, never yeah. mind." Like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> but then actually, there was another. Um, the other side of it is where I there was this younger girl, mm-hmm. a, a sophomore, and uh, I think it was a. No, she was a junior and I was a, a senior. She liked me and I just like, I was like, you know, sorry. You know? Was it because she was a junior or you no, just didn't like her? just because, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't like her. Um, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so uh, real quick. So this is drama with writing for president and stuff. Okay. So um, it was me up against, I think, two other people. One from this other school, from the old um, middle school rivalry school from El Sal, so their people would vote for him and oh. then my people from La Paz would vote for me. Interesting. Right? Okay. And so then um turns out then we had to do it again. We had to like have people vote again because it was super close. No way. Yeah, it was like I think within like five or ten <laughs> votes. What? Yeah, and but then I heard through someone that was involved in the counting and stuff. I was like, hey, I heard that you won but it was super close, right? Oh. So then we have to do it again. And then I ended up winning again. Nice. So <laughs> I did it. And um, the thing about being an ASB president, vice president stuff, the, the big picture is that you don't really do anything. <laughs> like, you don't have a lot of control <laughs> yeah. of like, okay, we're going to change these like policies or rules or, or guidelines and stuff. Yeah. Like, you have some flexibility, but it's, at the end of the day, it's up to the teachers. So it'll be summer all year round. Exactly. So you can't really control like we're going to have like pizza every Friday. Yeah. You know, for the for the whole year, like right. you can't have that control. You don't mm-hmm. have that power. There's a famous like uh, uh, scene from Everybody Hates Chris. Oh. Um, that there's a teacher that says pretty much the same thing. It's like it's just a title. You don't you don't <laughs> you don't really have any yeah. power. Right. And that's 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 what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's more for the title. Yeah. Um. But I was the president. That's cool. So yeah. That's very cool. <laughs> we have to take a big break. Yeah. And so we'll have to continue to do this. Uh, I need to finish my freshman year story later. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're back mm-hmm. after three days. We took no. a, a long break. I, I thought think, it was two days. I think it was three break. Yeah, three days. It's obviously like two seconds for y'all. But for us, it was like two or three days uh, since the that first chunk <laughs> I know it's been busy around here. It has been, yeah. So I know what we talked. The last thing we talked about, and that was me running for president, but for Audi. <laughs> One of the things that I was going to say, mm-hmm. but ran out of time, <laughs> like two days ago, was that I made some shirts. No way. Yeah, a picture of me with a my arms crossed, and it said "Vote for Audi." No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I believe my dad still has like the like one of the shirts. Oh my goodness! Back at home, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Did people wear them? Yes, I made people wear them, and I <laughs> and I had like a specific amount of shirts made, uh-huh. and I told people like, "Can you wear this on the election day?" <laughs> wow! Yeah, and they did. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, did like your parents help you get these shirts made? Yes, yeah, so it was a picture of me that my parents took. And then I told him the idea, 
they they were like, yeah, let's do it. So <laughs> they went and uh, somewhere in Salinas, they went out and uh, had these shirts made. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... That's amazing. They're a little pricey, That's but such an oddy thing to do. You think so? I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was really cool, though. Yeah, and oh, I, nice. I would hope that my dad still has one of those. Yeah, I would hope so, too. Yeah, but I remember it was me. I think it was, like, at the park or something with my arms crossed, and at <laughs> the bottom of that said, vote for Audi. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Or it might have said, like, vote for Audi Pimentel. Nice. That was my name back then. anyway so then so yeah i had shirts made and there was drama there was so many things like i said we had to do a second uh yeah that's crazy and uh one of the drama things uh, regarding the shirts was uh i heard the other guy that was running against me yeah i took one of the shirts and set it on fire (gasps) no he did in a trash can no yeah someone said i saw that happen no. Like the people that, that was wearing my shirts. Wait, wait, wait. How did he get a shirt? I don't know. That's the thing. I'm not too sure, but I, it might be a rumor. But yeah. They, they said, hey, I, we saw this happen. There's no way Where that happened. He got the shirt. How did he? He did that at set it on school. Fire. At school. And that's the thing, right? A freshman, what, 15 years old? No. 14, 15. There's no way. Yeah, I don't think so. And but respect, that's a, yeah, that's I don't a think funny so. rumor, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't start. know. I think at the time I believed it and I thought it was true, and I think it, yeah. it might have been true. No, I don't know. There's but no setting way. shirts on fire, a trash I mean, can fire at school. Come on. I don't know. Well, maybe it was it was outside of school, like maybe somewhere else. You know. <laughs> what is this? Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. And then also, not only was that, but there's also like other rumors about me spreading. Really. And. I was very mad. What kind so, of rumors? Okay, so the biggest rumor was, I think the only one that I, that I knew about, was that people said that I was bribing people to vote for me. <laughs> I was giving them money to vote for me. No, you're just giving them t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, no. And so then I was mad, and I said this comment, and it was also a good dig to people living Salinas. Uh-huh. And my teacher was there at the time listening to all this stuff. And I said, if I had that kind of money regarding this rumor, if I had that kind of money, I wouldn't be living here in Salinas. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Wow. So that's what I said. Wow. That's my response to this rumor. That's funny. Yeah. So I didn't back down and I ended up winning. And again, it's just a title. I don't think there's a lot of like yeah. power you have. I mean, there's some stuff that you obviously have to be in charge of and mm-hmm. like be in charge of like events and all that stuff. Like who's going to be the the advisor for you that's going to follow you for the, the four years okay. in high school. And so there's all that stuff. So I was able to set that like foundation for our class. Mm-hmm. And then come sophomore year, I, I, I understood that running for for president or whatever role like vice president secretary all stuff it's a popularity like yeah game yeah you know and so i instead of like being in the game i was like i'm just gonna take myself out and not you know <laughs> lose right so, yeah so i don't want to like go through that so instead of like Going, you know, and, and setting up again and running again. and That's also you know, a very stuff. oddy thing to do. You think so? Yeah, because you're like, you want to try things and you want to like accomplish things. But then once you've done it, you're, I think you kind of were like, oh, I don't want to do it again because 
then it might not go as well this time. And I don't want to deal with that rejection. Yes. So it's kind of like the first time if you fail, it's just like, (laughs) okay, whatever. But then the second time, once you know that you can succeed and you've done it before, then you're like, I don't want to risk failing the second time. Yeah, I think I I was like, I'd rather just finish with a W, with a win. Exactly. That's that's a very good thing And look back at that time, I was like, yep, I I did it. Yeah, I totally see that. That's hilarious. Um, so, yeah, I mean, thinking about that, like, there was a lot of stress and anxiety around that. Like, as a high schooler in public school, it's it's about, like, you know, socializing with people, knowing that most people being in the in the, the group. Yeah. Right? And in the so, what? The league group? In the, the group. Oh, in the, the group. group. Yeah. yeah. And so, I think that that's why I decided, like, come sophomore year, I'm not going to run and <laughs> be done with this. Yeah. Uh, I, I, so, and that's the same, same thing you did with football. You tried it, and then you were like, eh. But I mean, that one makes more sense because you said you weren't that good. I was terrible. And the thing is, was what that I just I couldn't understand it. And there was yeah. just so much pressure. And again, I think that that was the sport to do. Right. right? No, that makes more sense that you tried it, and then you were like, nah. Yeah. And, and so I was like, I just can't do it. And it, it is hard, physically hard. And I'm not going to do that. So... I, don't get me wrong, I did other, like, things and tried other things as well. Yeah. When it comes to, like, sports, I was involved in so many sports. Mm-hmm. I did four years of volleyball because that was really fun. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Four years? Four years. Yeah. Wow. So, all four years. And that was really fun. And I learned a lot. And it was really cool. We lost a lot. Like, we were Wait. one of the worst uh, teams <laughs> in, the, in the league. Freshman year, were you doing football, wrestling, and volleyball? Yeah, so there's four seasons. Oh, it's right? they're all at different times. Okay, yeah. Well, actually, three, I guess. Yeah, fall, winter, and spring. Okay, yeah. Sports. So for fall, it's football along with other stuff. Yeah. Right? So I don't think you could be involved in, in two sports in the same season. You yeah. have to pick one. That makes sense. Like, I think that's like a rule. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. And also, it makes sense, like, logistically, right? Yeah. Like, you can't, yeah, the schedule conflict and stuff. That's just too much. Mm hmm. And physically straining too. Um, so I did football that fall season in my first year in high school. And then come winter, that was wrestling and among other stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I think I tried out wrestling and I ended up uh, flaking. I, I was kind of in and out. And Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and then like, I think sophomore year, I was I committed like a full year. And then after that, I just like, I was like, this is too hard. So you just did it for two years? <laughs> Kind of year and a half, yeah, oh, okay. a, a full a full season, yes, okay. yes. But it was horrible. Uh, it was hard. <laughs> yeah, it was it was terrible. But I love the sport. Like looking back at it, like I would, I would love to like do that again. You yeah. Know? So and then uh, spring came along, and that's when I did uh, volleyball. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And um, oh, I'm missing some something cross country. You mentioned that, I feel like. I did do cuss country, and again, I was the worst uh, cuss country runner. <laughs> like, I was the last one every time. Aww. And I can't remember what season that was in. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But it was somewhere there where I did yeah. it for, I think, two years. Okay. Yeah, I think the first two years, I didn't really know about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and until, like, I heard it, you know, heard about it, I was like, oh, sure. Maybe I think that was, like, my plan B. I'm like, well... Maybe wrestling or something else didn't work out. So yeah. I'm going to do a sport because I want to be involved in, in this sport in this season. And, mm-hmm. and I think that that was, that was also another thing in my high school where sports is a big, big, big thing where mm-hmm. 
almost everybody's involved in a sport. Yeah. At least like one sport in, in the whole year. Mm-hmm. Right. You got you you got your tennis players, you got we had golf as well. That was a really small group of people. But we also had, like I said, wrestling, football, running, track and field was a big, big thing for mm. also football players too that would jump jump after they were done with that season. And uh-huh. so it was really busy in like in my world mm-hmm. where there were just so many things and also not only sports but there's also clubs, after-school programs, mm-hmm. and that I was a part of as well. Oh, really? Yeah, and again, ASB, right? Yeah. Being the president, that was really busy um, in my first year. So sophomore and junior year, that was like kind of a blurry time. Mm-hmm. I think sophomore year, that's when I started. I started to understand like kind of my <laughs> my likes and dislikes and the people that I want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. I can't remember really the first year that, like the first group, like the, the people that I was hanging out with in that first year. Yeah. But I think the sophomore and junior year, that's when I was like, okay, these are my people. Mm-hmm. And I think in my mind, especially like in junior year, I was like, I want to be not a popular kid, mm-hmm. but I want to be like a well-known kid. <laughs> you know Interesting. it's like i think there's a difference where yeah. people would know of me and, it's, and and i'm not categorized as like the popular kid yeah you know but a lot of people know you. yeah and i would say looking back at it i think i was well known yeah you know and because i not only would stick with like one specific group of people mm-hmm. during like lunchtime i would also go to different people oh yeah that makes sense hang of out. what i know of you yeah and again like with sports right you have your like your sport team for that one season they become friends for like the rest of the year yeah and then also with the clubs, right? I was also part of a the, the library guild club. What is that? So I don't. I forgot. <laughs> no, it's uh. So you meet after school. I did that for like I think a junior year or like I think two years or so. I think my junior and senior year. Okay. And we talk about things that has to do with library stuff, like uh, the book fair. Um, what okay. did the library do? Like what kind of programs should should they do to help the kids? Interesting. Um, okay. I don't honestly. Okay, so I did it because there was a big incentive, and that was if you spent you you put in a lot of hours in this club <laughs> at the end of like yeah. th- that year, uh, we had the chance to go to I believe Six Six Flags. <laughs> You're and- <laughs> so like reward driven. It's so funny. So I- and that makes me that just like all the things you're saying, it's reminding me of like things that I know of you as an adult. Like I don't know, this is really? so random, but that just made me think of how like <laughs> how like when <laughs> how like with the Starbucks app, how you're like, I'm gonna save up all my points, all my stars, so that I can get like the biggest prize at the end. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna use that it for sense. a free drink. I'm gonna use it to get like the biggest thing I can. That I will use yeah. and love. And it's just so funny because I hear you obviously that's a weird example, but I just hear these like gl- I am seeing these like glimpses of you and how <laughs> that's like really funny you've always been this way and how you're very reward driven that's so funny i didn't know that i didn't put that together yeah so thank you for saying that actually this morning <laughs> um so the nintendo switch right that's a video game console recently came out with a, a new reward system and <laughs> before it was all digital rewards okay like a free wallpaper for your phone or whatever yeah but um as of this week they came out with physical rewards <laughs> And so I'm looking at like what is like the, the 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 coolest the biggest prize I could win that uh-huh. I would use and love yeah and I'm like oh I could use, I could save up my points and get two of these things oh my gosh <laughs> that's so funny and like I think we've mentioned this before how you really like 
<laughs> really like free things. I do. Like anything, it's like, oh, if I could, well, the thing is, if I could do this and I could get that thing for free. Yeah. And like you're very, very motivated by like prizes and free things so that's that's so funny anyway (laughs) that's funny that in high school that's how it was yeah so did you get to go to six flags i did nice and i think i like i did the the bare minimum hours and then maybe (laughs) maybe a little a little bit more than that just to like yeah say hey i am not just here for this you know (laughs) but uh there were some people that couldn't uh go that were part of that group oh right and so then i remember doing that for just one year okay and actually, you know what? It was my senior year because I remember at the end of my senior year, they gave me like a cup and people signed it saying good luck, you know, and there were the names <laughs> nice. and a couple of things in that cup. So That's that was cool. my little goodbye present. Yeah. Nice. So that was towards, towards the end of my like high school career, but uh, I was involved in so many clubs. I think that that was a big, big plus, a big pro being a public schooler. Yeah, for sure. Because you have access to so many like resources, yeah. so many sports. I... I'm just getting kind of excited, like, if we were to have that opportunity as parents, mm-hmm. like, if, if our kids would want to be involved in all that stuff, like, yeah. they have different choices, and it's not just, like, here's one choice for the rest of the school year, but yeah. there's, like, each season changes and stuff, mm-hmm. and you jump in or out whenever you want to. So, with sports, I like I said, I did volleyball for years. I did football one year. I did wrestling like a one and a half, <laughs> right? I did uh, cross country, let's say for two years. I think that's it. So that's like eight uh, different times I did mm-hmm. like eight sports. And yeah. then along with that, like I said, I was part of other clubs and, and there, it was really fun. Oh yeah, the, <laughs> I was involved in this other uh, club. I forgot what it was, but I remember um, going on this big like event i honestly don't know what the purpose of this club was <laughs> but th- this is where i met that one girl that was older than me and oh, had that okay. crush right yeah and so we went one time to i'm not sure what you call this thing but you're pretty much uh you're on on trees and you're crossing between one tree to another tree ziplining no 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 at the end we did that i think because that was the only way to like oh wait, wait, wait. are you talking about like you're like kind of going across a bridge between trees kind of yes it's like an obstacle and you're course. attached to like a, a, a zip line a harness right yeah. in case you fall mm-hmm. um and sometimes you have to cross like the bridge like sometimes the bridge would would be just like one big slack line and that okay, was really yeah. scary i've seen that yeah. at like summer camp yeah so it's kind of like a venture camp okay like up on trees yeah. you know uh-huh. and so there's a picture of me i think i have it somewhere at, at my parents house there's a picture of me i'm like crossing over I'm very scared. And that girl that uh, had a crush on, we both had a crush on each other, I believe, Uh right? Um, She was looking at me. She was on the side of it. And I was like, very like, okay, I got to be brave. I'm very scared. Be cool. Be cool. So there's a picture of that, of her looking at me. And I'm looking at at the the ground. Um, And so... Again, I'm not sure what the purpose of the club was, but we had fun. And one of the coolest things we did... It was, again, this is my sophomore year, right? Because I remember, because she was a junior, was that we had a, uh, we buried a time capsule. No way. Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly think that I ended up not doing it. I think that I was too, like, embarrassed. I was like, what am I going to bury? Um <laughs> 
I would want to believe and hope that the young god actually ended up doing something at the last minute. Oh, you but know? you don't remember? I don't remember. But I remember I was being, I was there, I was yeah. helping, you know, dig the hole, and I know where it is in the campus. Oh, wow. And uh, the lady in charge of it, she said, like, it's going to be 10 years. We're going to give it 10 years. Oh. And I want to find a way to contact everybody so we can go back and. Okay, well, it's been 10 it years. And it's been, what, 11 years or so. Yeah, it's been 11 years. It's going to be 11 years. Well. Now. Yeah, 20. Since your sophomore year. Oh, no, that's been. Yeah, it's been 10 years. It's already 10 been years. 10 years. So you probably didn't do it then, or she would have contacted you. I, you know what? I don't think so. I think that she would have like contacted everybody. Because I'm, I'm sure saying. she doesn't remember, like, who was the one that participated in it. Like, she probably will contact the people that were in the, oh. the, yeah, in the club. Okay, but here's the thing. So, this whole tree adventure thing? Yeah. Did you just do that one time? Or... It was one time. Yeah. I don't get it. Then what did you do in this club? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We would meet at lunch. Okay. And talk about... I don't know how, I don't know. I'm not sure what it was. <laughs> That's so weird. But I think that, again, maybe um, I was like, oh, we're going to do some cool things as part of this club, so I'm going to be part of this. Maybe, um, <laughs> maybe there would be information about it in that in your yearbook. Yes. In your like, sophomore year yearbook. Yes. And uh, segue to that, every year I would get a yearbook. Yeah. And they actually had one of the classes. What, we actually didn't even talk about the classes yet, but one of the classes uh, that the um, high school offered was a yearbook club. Mm-hmm. And they were obviously were the ones that were in charge of creating the yearbook, yeah. taking pictures and all that stuff. So receiving that yearbook was a big deal, again, because I had that social like anxiety that, like, well... Are people going to remember me? I, <laughs> am I going to be involved in you know in this yeah. in the yearbook as as much as other people? Because we knew who were the popular ones. We mm-hmm. knew that who was the the you know yeah. the couple or yeah. So um, I just had that anxiety in me. I'm like, well, I want to be remembered, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Wow. And obviously, the yearbook was like a big deal. So yeah. And not only that, but not only was it a big deal to like. To, to count how many pictures were there uh, of you in that yearbook, but also mm-hmm. how uh, full of like signatures and yeah. like, passages, you know, little like notes of other people, right? Mm-hmm. When you would pass around the yearbook, that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to like just talk about that. I think about like how that was a big deal. And stuff. Yeah, how it was as like teenager, so important to you. Yeah. And I understand as a teenager, there's so many things that really matter to you and yeah. are very crucial. And if you don't, succeed or meet those goals you're just going to be devastated and think that it's going to affect you know the rest of your life but yeah yes or no i don't think it really does like have Not a big really. importance and stuff you know <laughs> but just it is retrospect. important at the time yes it is important at the time and i think it's yeah. a big deal right mm-hmm. they talked about like the anxiety mm-hmm. and the stress of like academics and stuff mm-hmm. so the other part of this that i'll talk about is like the social aspect which again this yeah. is kind of continuing on my dramatic story from last week <laughs> but this chapter of it is not as dramatic uh-huh. if you didn't hear last week's episode i talked about how like th- there was this whole thing that happened with awana and changing churches and all this so you could go back yeah. and listen to that if you haven't heard it yeah. but going into high school into mm-hmm. my freshman year mm-hmm. we switched churches again so we didn't stay at that the random one yeah, <laughs> that was like far away and it was a little interesting. There mm-hmm. was, yeah, it was interesting. So we ended up, again, this wasn't like my choice at all. Mm-hmm. I was just following where like my friends were going and like the leaders and stuff. Yeah. So we ended up going back to this church that I actually, at full circle, 
that mm-hmm. it was where I had first gone to Awana as a kindergartner. Mm-hmm. So I had gone there for okay. one year in kindergarten. Uh-huh. First grade, I moved to this other church. I was there all the way to junior high. And then the drama happened and so blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. so freshman year, I'm back at the same church from when I was a little kid. Yeah. And this time, this transition was different because it was at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that weird, like us coming in halfway through the year. Yeah. And it didn't have the same feeling of like, this massive group coming in mm-hmm. and kind of like trying to infiltrate. Yeah. It definitely felt much more like we were just new kids. Yeah. And especially because it was at the beginning of the year, it was like, we're just like new kids mm-hmm. starting at this Awana. So going into this, like this church was like fully established in their Awana program. Like they mm-hmm. had their own ways, way of doing things. They were kind of like their own force to be reckoned with when it came to like, Bible quizzing and Awana games and stuff. So they were already like very established. Yeah. And they also had like a very specific and unique ways of doing things mm-hmm. that were different from other churches that we had been to. Mm-hmm. Like for example, the the high school Awana group would meet on Sunday evenings mm-hmm. and the high school group would go like, we would do part of our Awana program, and then we would go and sit in for, like, part of the church service that was happening on Sunday night. Oh, okay. And then we would leave the church service and go do, like, the rest of our Awana program. Mm. So the thing that was interesting about this was, like, I feel like this was kind of the first time in my life where I actually felt that, like, new school year type of feeling because Mm -hmm. I felt like I was this new, like, freshman coming into this group Mm -hmm. that was already very well established. And it was a big, a pretty big group of high schoolers. Yeah. And then of course, just it being high school, like that was just (laughs) a really big deal. Like I did feel like a little fish in a big pond, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I just remember coming in and like the first day us like coming and getting registered and stuff. And I remember the the leader, Mm -hmm. I just remember him looking at me and saying hi and everything. And he was like, are you a senior? And I was like, no. And then he's like, a junior? I was like, no, I'm a freshman. And I just felt like, I don't know why, but I just felt weird that he like thought that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just remember feeling like very intimidated and um, it wasn't bad at all, but this was definitely like, I felt like I was getting more of a taste of kind of like the real world, quote mm-hmm. unquote, mm-hmm. because this group of high schoolers also was a lot more, I guess, diverse is the word. Mm-hmm. Like for lack of a better word, just it, it just didn't feel like it was all kids who were exactly like me and my friends. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest pieces of this was that there were actually a lot of kids in that group who went to public school. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, one of the first times that I really, like, spent a lot of time around and became friends with. uh Besides, like, I had a few neighbor friends who went to public school when I was little. Mm -hmm. But in, like, uh, middle school and, like, upper elementary school and stuff, all of my friends and I would say the vast majority of the people in my Awana group were all homeschooled. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, homeschooling brings with it, like its own kind of culture. Right. You know? Yeah. And there's sort of just like things about homeschoolers that are just different (laughs) and that you just kind of pick up on. And it's not like, yeah, it's just like a cultural thing. It's not like Mm -hmm. a rule of like, you have to do it this way, but it's just 
things that homeschoolers end up being similar in. Yeah. And so being in this new like high school group, it, it was like, I don't know, 50-50 or maybe even more public schoolers than homeschoolers. Mm -hmm. And so that was just interesting and like a new experience. And I felt like, I don't know, it was just, <laughs> I feel like I'm not explaining this well, but it was very eye-opening to me, even mm -hmm. though it wasn't, there was nothing that was actually like dramatic about it at all looking from the outside. Yeah. But it was just for me, I had been so sheltered. Yeah. But I was like, wow, <laughs> there's all these like, um, all these other teenagers who they just seem like the kids that I would see on TV. Like that's mm -hmm. honestly kind of how I felt, I think. Mm -hmm. Looking back at it now, like that's how it seemed to me. I was like, oh, these are like the high school kids I see on TV. Yeah. Like they're a little different from me. Yeah. And they're like, I just remember thinking like, oh, they're a lot cooler than I am. Mm -hmm. That was sort of my, and also I was a freshman, you know, and so yeah. there were like seniors there who were, seemed so much older than me. And also they just seemed like cooler than I was. Mm -hmm. So there's two like kind of strong emotions that I remember having around like with this whole new experience. And that was that I felt judgmental mm -hmm. and I also felt insecure. And so those were like two interesting kind of opposing in a way yeah. emotions is that I felt in some ways judgmental mm -hmm. towards these other kids who seemed more like quote unquote worldly and seemed yeah. more like, like edgy, even though they were yeah. not edgy at all. <laughs> but even though like, that's kind of how I perceived them just because yeah. I had spent so much time around homeschoolers and other people who were so similar to me. Yeah. And so I remember feeling like judgmental, but I also was felt so insecure. Mm -hmm. In high school was when I really like felt that so strongly. I think even compared to middle school, just coming into high school and this new group and everything, I just remember feeling so insecure and like I just didn't really try to make new friends. Mm -hmm. I think I was just so like shy and timid. And everything that, like, I wanted to be friends with more people. Yeah. I wanted people to like me, but I uh -huh. was just so scared to be the one to, like, try to initiate friendship with anyone. Because mm -hmm. I just always thought, like, well, they're not going to like me. Like, they're not going to think I'm cool enough uh -huh. to talk to them. Yeah. And so I remember feeling that really strongly during that time. And mm -hmm. I think as a result, I didn't really become close friends with a lot of people. I kind of stuck with, like, the people that I already knew. Mm-hmm. And maybe like sort of became a little bit of friends with other people. But I think that I could have built a lot like stronger friendships during that time than I did. Yeah. And then one other thing, like one other big observation <laughs> about the time, like just being exposed to a more public school kids. Uh -huh. I remember one day so distinctly having this realization. I was at Awana. I was at mm -hmm. the youth group with all these other teenagers. And I remember thinking about the public school kids. Yeah. This is literally my pretty much only socialization with other teenagers uh -huh. that I get for the whole week. Mm -hmm. And then I were, and then I just realized, but for them, for these like public school kids, this is just like a fraction of their like of the activities that they do in right, a week. Right, right. And for some reason that like dawned on me so strongly and I was like that's interesting 
because to me this is like such a huge part of my life and it's like yeah the biggest thing that i do every week mm-hmm. and like the vast majority of the rest of my week is just spent at home mm-hmm. and for them it's like the opposite mm-hmm. and i don't know why but that was very like eye-opening to me for some reason yeah and i just remember during high school during that time just like mm-hmm. having you know little crushes like here and there and i think that i think my friends and i became more like like we would talk about it more at that point yeah in high school you know like we would talk about like guys that we thought were cute or whatever not still not a lot like we still did have that guilt of like oh i don't know if this is okay yeah kind of a thing but i think that we did talk about it sometimes and which looking back on it now it's like that's so silly because that's so normal mm-hmm. to have those feelings and everything <laughs> and i wish that i would have just realized like yeah this is totally normal yeah um but yeah and i remember like the big like pressure and thought of like who's going to like who are we going to sit next to or like who's going to sit next to us yeah because we would always have a meal as part of this um Uh as part of our group and so i just remember this like immense like (laughs) pressure and like thinking about right like where are we going to sit who are we going to sit with yeah and i remember specifically like okay like if me and my friend were the were among like the first people to get our food mm-hmm. and then we sat down it was always like okay well who's gonna come and sit next to us oh gotcha and i just remember that like being such a big deal like who you're gonna sit next to mm. um <laughs> but anyway yeah i feel like all in all um it was a good, really good experience those four years mm-hmm. and it was nice being with those same people for those four years yeah um but I, yeah i feel like it was really my first it was just the most like I had been exposed to other kids, other teenagers in my whole life. Right, yeah. And so it was very interesting. And it was just very a new experience. And still, obviously, very sheltered and everything. Mm-hmm. Because it was one time a week. And it was in a church. And it was all very structured. Mm-hmm. But it was, just, it was just very different. Yeah. So, yeah. Kind of switching gears here with, like, uh, classes. Mm-hmm. Just briefly, I want to touch on like how it was structured because it's different than your experience, right? There was six different teachers each year that I had, mm-hmm. and there was six different classes. Yeah, and so obviously there was the requirements, right? The I think G G E, yeah, way A G. I'm not sure what <laughs> I'm mixing. I think like college and I high know. school. But there's some. A specific amount of like requirements you got to yeah. do, right? So you got the English, obviously, math, right? The mm-hmm. history, the then you got electives, right? You get to yeah. like, m- you know, have some fun classes if you want to mm-hmm. take, like Spanish if you want to. Mm-hmm. I actually did have electives in high school. You did, yeah. Nice, I did too, yeah. And so that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Along with the high school classes, there was a big focus on preparing for college right mm-hmm. and so they would talk to us through like the class you, you'll take in high school how if you um plan ahead you could essentially like you could take some high school classes called ap classes right those are supposed to be more like a kind of college um level level mm-hmm. and and if you pass um the ap tests at the end of the that school year then um then you would have to take that class in college. So did it count for college credit or just... It, it would count for college okay. credit, yeah. Yeah, so um, I remember not doing so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I did good just in one of them. Okay. But 
while I was in high school, I got ahead of my high school classes, the requirements I had to do、mm-hmm. by going to community college while also being a high school student.、Oh, okay. So I think I started doing that, I think, in my sophomore year. Oh, wow. I think my freshman year, I had no idea that you could do that. And、mm-hmm. I think I heard it through teachers、uh, that you could go to Hartnell. That's the, the,、uh, the, the public、um, community, community college. college. Yeah. And if you take some classes there, not only would it count for high school credit, but also count for other like, college credit, like university yeah.、Um, credit. Yeah.、Uh, when would you take these classes? After school, obviously, after,、yeah. after high school,、um, I would take them like at night. Okay. Like some classes would meet like once a week. So that,、oh, was, that was big.、Okay. But obviously, that would like once a week would be like a three hour、uh, course. Yeah. Yeah. I remember taking a photography class. Nice. I remember taking an English class, I think.、Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I remember, I remember taking a math class. Okay. I remember t- I, I took a lot, like a lot. But then I realized, like, oh, I could get ahead of the game. And once I start my senior year, I, I won't have all these like, requirements、mm-hmm. that I need to do and a lot of like, big pressure on these、uh, classes、yeah. right, you know, that I need to pass. And then it became an option where I could graduate a year earlier. Oh, right. In high school. But you chose not to. I chose not to.、Um, but that was a really cool like, opportunity、mm-hmm. uh, and, and an option. Yeah. And so, me with my、um, counselor. As we're about to finish our junior year, they're like, you could, you could just graduate right now, <laughs> you know, with class of 2010. Yeah. With my cousin. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Like, that, have that choice to, to be done and then start, you, you know, my、uh, university career as like a 17 year old. Yeah. So, why did you choose not to? I think. The biggest cho- reason why was because I wanted to graduate with my class,、yeah. with my people.、Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, and so I said, no, I'm going to、um, stick with, with my class.、Mm-hmm. And so I ended up taking some other classes that,、um, that, that I needed to like, take. And one of the classes、uh, that I had all four years was AVID, like I said.、Mm-hmm. Like I had that in, in middle school. And through AVID, it was. A big help in high school. Yeah. Like, I highly recommend that if you have the option to, to do AVID. It was really nice. And we went to so many field trips to different universities. Yeah, that's all cool. All throughout California. Like, it was big and it was so fun, obviously, too. As far as like classes go, I think that it was really cool. We had different teachers each、mm-hmm. year for AVID and for other, the other、uh, subjects. And they were really solid teachers. That's you good. Know, I really like the, the way that they taught and the relationship between a t- student and teacher matters.、Mm-hmm. Not only the subject matters, but the, that like, system, like, how does it work, right? And, and I think that for me, being one out of like, the 25 other students in that class,、mm-hmm. I think I, I, I was. I learned stuff. I think、yeah. I was able to really absorb stuff. And if I didn't, the teachers were there after school. The teachers were there to help.、Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned in previous episodes, one of the teachers,、um, my AP calculus teacher, he would have every Saturday morning uh, available uh, if you wanted to. If you needed help, you would go to McDonald's and、oh, you, yeah. would, you would do those.、Um, Study hours while he would provide free breakfast for everybody. That's awesome. And so there's these awesome, amazing teachers. And and yeah, everybody, every teacher has different styles of, of teaching and stuff. But、mm-hmm. I think that you would have to really、um, try to, I guess, as a student, to 
to go with it. And if you don't get it, like there's also other people like friends to help you yeah. and try to form the, form those like study groups if you need to. And mm-hmm. you also have the library open after school for like, I think an hour or so after school for you to like show up there and, and, and study together. And, mm-hmm. and so I think that you also have to start to be really independent and, and uh, go out of your way to succeed. Yeah. You know, I think we covered everything as far as like the grand picture. Just to kind of close out the topic of academics and kind of the episode in general, probably. Yeah. Um, So like I kind of circling back to what I talked about at the beginning, which Mm -hmm. is one of the main things I remember from school and high school was that I was really concerned that I wasn't learning the same thing as my peers in public school. And I talked about how when I got to college, I realized that that was not the case Mm -hmm. and that I was like well-equipped for Mm -hmm. starting college, except for math. (laughs) But I mean, (laughs) the thing is that I I managed it. I didn't have any trouble. Like I I went to college. I took the stupid algebra one class that I had to that didn't count towards my degree, but I got that done. And then I was Mm -hmm. able to take the college level math and I was fine. Mm -hmm. And... And that's also fine that math was just not something I was great at. Like, I don't have to be good at everything. Yeah, for me, it was science. Okay. It was hard. (laughs) Yeah, and then every time, like, I thought I was done with math, and then I ended up getting an education degree, and so I had to take another math class later, and I was Mm. like, no! (laughs) Yeah. And again, I barely scraped by. Like, I think I got a C in that class, and that was, Mm. like, the only... I think that was the only college class I ever got a C in, but I was just like, well... C's get degrees, as they say. They do. They do. <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> I think that it's really interesting, you and I talking about this. I'm realizing that I think that homeschooling was like, that I was very well suited for homeschooling and that you were very well suited for public school. Like the more that we talk about it, I'm realizing like everything that I have talked about with homeschooling, it's like, yeah, there were pros and cons, of course, but it worked for me really well. Mm-hmm. And like I said, when I got to college, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm totally well equipped for this. But yeah, I think a different person who had gone through my exact same experience wouldn't have necessarily been well equipped for college yeah. or for whatever they wanted to do. Yeah. And wouldn't have been able to like learn and succeed in that mm-hmm. environment. Mm-hmm. And would have needed a lot more structure, a lot more like instruction and guidance. Yeah. But the independence of it worked well for me. And I think mm-hmm. it just suited my personality, mm-hmm. my kind of the like the way that I'm motivated and things yeah. like that. And then hearing you talk about public school, it's like you have pretty much like 95 maybe percent positive things to say about it mm-hmm. which in some ways is surprising to me is this just you because like you're you tend to be pretty positive about things yeah. for the most part yeah and so i'm thinking sometimes like are you just like choosing to forget about the negative things but i think in many ways and there could be an element of that but mm-hmm. i think in many ways like it was just you were very well suited to that type of education and to that type of like structure yeah um you're very social Mm -hmm. and you really and also you're very driven by rewards as we talked about so i think that having like you wanted to be a good student you wanted to get Mm -hmm. good grades you really valued that like relationship with your teachers Mm -hmm. and then also with your friends and like it was really important for you to like be with your friends and to graduate with them yeah and you also wanted to like 
dive in headfirst and get involved with everything and like have so many friends and be like mm-hmm. this well-known person and like leave your legacy. Mm-hmm. So I think like in many ways hearing you talk about it, I'm like, oh, it makes a lot of sense, like even more sense to me now why you liked school and why yeah. you liked yeah. being in public school. And I think it's funny thinking back to conversations we had years ago about like homeschooling and public schooling and why we couldn't like see the other person's position of like, well, why would you want to like, why do you think public school is good? Why would you want to send our kids to public school? And then you're thinking like, well, because like I loved it and that's, you know, and you're not understanding like, well, why would we want to homeschool our kids? Like that doesn't make any sense. And that was a big, that was the first big fight we had as a married couple. And before marriage, like, that was a big fight that we had, like, I think when we were dating or engaged, yeah. was talking about that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, when we were first married, it, we talked about it again because we hadn't <laughs> yeah. resolved it before marriage. Yeah. And then we talked about it again, and it was, like, a huge mm-hmm. spot of, like, conflict to where I was, like, I don't know how we're going to resolve this. Not, like, that we're not going to be okay in our marriage, but thinking, yeah. like, I have no idea how we're going to, like resolve this issue Mm -hmm. and it's it's just funny looking back now it's like well first of all we didn't understand each other's position at all yeah but also like it we it just wasn't a big deal and we didn't need to be worried so much about it at the time yeah yeah but um Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so in case you were wondering the inspiration for this episode (laughs) that's it (laughs) this has been in the works for a while yeah it has been you know this is one of the biggest concepts that we wanted to bring in and and obviously like our stories come from like childhood stories come from also like school you know experiences there's so many ways that you and i are different and like have had such different experiences growing up yeah and this is obviously a big one like coming Mm -hmm. from i mean it's like we already come from such different like cultural backgrounds and families and so many different things. Yeah. But then you add on top of it that like our childhoods were so different because of um, school mm-hmm. that it's like, yeah, this is just obviously a huge part of our lives that shaped us. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. a big part of who we are now, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in many ways. So fascinating. It is fascinating. Yes, <laughs> yes. And we'll have to dedicate another time to talk about all the years in public school and all years in homeschool, how that shapes people and how it shaped us, how it could possibly shape kids in this world now, in Mm -hmm. today's world. Right. And also when we have like the pandemic going on and a lot of people are rather staying home or like realizing like staying home and having classes through zoom work Mm -hmm. for some. Right. Yeah. So, We'll have to dedicate another time for that. Um, <laughs> part four. Part no, I'm four. Kidding. I'm kidding. No, we'll no. take a break from this and revisit this. <laughs> yeah. We'll call it like revisit it or whatever yeah. episode. Because also we could talk more about like what happened after high school. Mm-hmm. Like into the real like world. Yeah. We'll talk about like, culture shock being a homeschooler and then going to college, like going to community college. Yeah. Like that was a big culture shock yeah, for so me. Yeah, so we definitely need to talk about that. Like yeah. homeschooler goes to college <laughs> A public schooler goes to college, right? And then thinking in that episode, uh, we'll see if there's anything that we left out in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Because there is some stuff that, like, I'm not going to share right now that happened. <laughs> and some are really, like, 
serious stuff, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. But I'm like, well, we're almost already wrapping up here. So are you serious? You're going to leave us on this like cliffhanger? Yes. It's a little serious and there's other stuff, fun things as well. Are these things that I know about? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I'll tell you later. But Okay. <laughs> but we'll definitely take a break from, <laughs> from this topic. From this topic, yeah. yeah. But um, one of the last questions I want to ask is, if you were to go back to high school, would you change something? Wow. That's a good question. I mean, there's two things that come to mind. Uh-huh. The first one is, like, super practical, and the other one's more vague. But the first one is, like, I just would have figured out the whole math thing sooner Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day it wasn't a huge thing Uh like i think i would have just had more confidence in my abilities Mm -hmm. and maybe wouldn't have dealt with that like doubt as much if i had just figured out earlier on like oh this isn't a me problem this is just that i'm not being taught it in the way that i need yeah the second thing is that i just wish i would have like I mean, I think this is so common, but I think I wish that I could just go back and tell that person, like, to just be okay, to just be comfortable with who you are, Mm -hmm. and to not feel so insecure. And so, like, I mean, I think I was super anxious, and I didn't know, like, I didn't have those, that vocabulary to, like, describe what I was feeling. Yeah. And I just thought it was more normal, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I was so anxious about, like, what people were thinking of me. And the biggest thing was was, um, anxiety around, like, that I was doing the wrong thing. Yeah. And I think that that's something that is, like, less normal. I think the anxiety of, like, what are people thinking about me is pretty common. Yeah, yeah. But I think the other side of it that's more abnormal was that, I was always so concerned that I was like doing something wrong, like mm-hmm. that I was doing something morally wrong. Mm. And so that just like anxiety stopped me from a lot. Yeah. Like both of those sides just stopped me from making friends and from talking to people. And so I think if I could go back and just tell that person like, like yeah. you're okay, you don't have mm. to worry so much about what you're doing and also how other people are perceiving you, like just be yourself. Yeah. I feel like, the majority of people would probably go back and tell that to their like teenage self because it is just such a hard time when you're trying to navigate like friendships and relationships and figure out who you are and all that, that it, it is such a time of like anxiety. Yes. So I feel like that's fairly common, but I think for me, it just, it really did cripple me in a lot of ways, you know, Mm. like emotionally and relationally and stuff. So, yeah. So those are the two things that I think I would, maybe like tweak a little bit if I could. <laughs> yeah. But in some ways I think I needed to go through those things. Mm-hmm. But if I could like turn it down, turn down the volume a little bit on like the anxiety and turn down the volume a little bit on like the doubt I was having about like my academic ability and stuff. Yeah. I think maybe I would have like enjoyed that time a little more. Right. Yeah. That's good. So yeah. But what about you? Two things too. <laughs> oh, one, it would be to ask more questions in mm. class. Oh, okay. Like, talking about the social anxiety, I think that I was very shy in class and would not speak up when mm-hmm. I had questions. And I think that if I were to ask questions, like, like how do you do this? What do you mean by that? Yeah. You know, help me out. I'm lost. I think that 
I would not only speak uh, like on behalf of other people as well mm-hmm. that were lost, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that by asking questions, that would boost my confidence. Mm-hmm. I think the more knowledge I would absorb, the the better I would be. Like mm-hmm. I would understand stuff and would help other people as well explain things right better and and just be smarter. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And uh, and so I think that by asking questions, that would really help me just in, in the long term mm-hmm. um also with like in, in college right like going and and uh being my own independent self and asking teachers you know the professors right like i don't know how to do this right help yeah. me out and along with like asking questions i think that it would help me socially as well um just be more confident mm-hmm. and and around people right yeah. and just be myself and not care what people might think mm-hmm. so that's one thing another thing would be to not really care about the social accolades, you know, mm, all the yeah. the rewards and all that stuff, <laughs> to kind of let go of that because with that, it really brought so many um, limitations. Mm. Like we said, right? Like my sophomore year, I stopped running, right, for, yeah. for president because I felt like, well, I'm afraid of failing. Yeah. Right? And I think that was a big fear of mine that I had at a very young age, the fear of failing. Mm-hmm. And I think and it's real, real, right? It's, it's yeah. pretty real. And you can see that in, in my life as a sophomore kid. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope that that would like, I would pass those along to like our kids if they, mm-hmm. if they, if we're in that position where they could, um, you know, they're in that same boat, yeah. right? To just like relax, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It's hard. It is really hard. And yeah. I think as a teenager and being surrounded by so many kids, you know, that are dealing with the same stuff, like it is very hard mm-hmm. because then you have kids that are very loud, very talkative, right? And that just shuts you down, right? And yeah. so those are the things I would like to have like changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just wanted to end it with that question. That's good. I heard it somewhere, so I was like, oh, yeah, we should just mm-hmm. answer this question as well. So yeah. you, listener, what is one thing you would change of your high school career, <laughs> whether it be homeschooling and public school through another schooling system? What is it? Or if you didn't go to high school, what would you change, you know? <laughs> would you still not go to high school? Um, anyway, so that is it. And if you made it this far, which I would hope you would make it this far. You're the real MVP. You are the real MVP. We really appreciate you mm-hmm. as a reward. Um, I really don't have a reward. <laughs> I wish I could. I'm just going to give you his um, Starbucks stars he's been saving up. That would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. No. but No. False. But anyway, just, uh, just know that we're here every Monday. We try to be here every Monday mm-hmm. and uh, give you some um, fun stuff, some nuggets, <laughs> some not free nuggets, some just like knowledgeable it nuggets. It is free. It is free. That's true. Jeez. Anyway, um, let's wrap it up here. We're here <laughs> in this like podcast world mm-hmm. trying to make it, try to Whoa. be shown, you know, and trying to uh, be here. Uh, and if y'all want to support us, you know what to do. You know the drill. You know. If you know, you know. So <laughs> that's how I'm going to end it. Okay. Let's Take go. it away, Savannah. And as Troy Bolton says, once a wild cat, always a wild cat. See, See you, you next time. time.
how many high school musical characters could you name troy bolton yeah i literally just said that oh you did (laughs) (laughs) are you kidding me (laughs) sorry i want to say jessica no No. you already failed um what's the girl's name troy and (laughs) jessica and suzanne (laughs) there's no jessica what are you talking about uh trey troy and trey troy and trey uh roy is there a roy in there no what are you doing i don't know i'm trying oh, to guess trey you're kind of on the right track Cor- who did corbin blue play what was his character trey. not trey but it starts with a ch- chase chul chain Cho. It's a common-ish name. Chad. Yes. Chad. Yeah. Okay, Chad. Mm-hmm. You got Chad in the house. Who's the? I'm trying to think about like the female characters. You're you're not gonna get the main one if you haven't gotten it already. The Troy bl- and. I don't know. Okay, what about the blonde one? I'm trying. Ashley to think. Chisdale. She had a weird name. You you should like remember. You should remember it. You think that's a weird name? It starts with an S. You are right. It it's does, an S, it yeah. And S. I thought it has like a Y. That's why. It does. Yeah, see? Okay. Oh, you're so you're visualizing Straight. it. Interesting. Yum. Okay. But it doesn't start with an S sound. It doesn't start with a S. Yeah. <laughs> Shen. Nope. Chandelier. Shas, chu, shas. And it ends with a Y, like she said. Sha, she, shai, show, shu. Which one of those? None of those. It's one of those. It's not. It has to be. Charlay. Sharpay. Yes. Sharpay. (laughs) There we go. And her brother, Sharpay and. I don't Bob. Know. Why do you keep asking me these questions? Names such and such. I know them. you're you so know. bad with names. Yeah, and especially Even in, in a movie life. that movies that I don't really like. Let's try this a different way. I'm going to give you three options and we'll see if it will even ring there true go, to you when I say it. Now I'm, uh, I'm in it. I'm <clears> interested. <throat> okay. So we'll start with that one. Sharpay and then the brother. Okay. Was, was his name. But you got to think about all three of them right now. I know. Because, I know. Okay. I know. I know. I know how to do this and not look like a chump. Okay. Got it. Was it. Ryan, Steven, or Evan? Ryan, Steven, or Evan? Yeah. Definitely not Steven. Okay. What's it? Ryan? It's Ryan. Yep. Yeah. Good. Okay. Now let's, one more. We'll try it with the, um, the, the girl. girl. Yeah. yeah. I think you're going to get it right when I say it. Let me think of the options though. Hang on. Mm, okay. <laughs> Was it? Oh, so it starts with an M. Nope. Oh. Was it? I can't think of my third option. As soon as I hear it, I'll know. I, you'll know, but hang on. We're going to mix them then now. Okay, was it Juliana, Eliana, or Gabriella? Gabriella. Yeah. <laughs> I knew right <laughs> when I said it, you would like know it immediately. Okay, and one more. What was the name of Sharpay's dog? <sighs> Dinkle. Or, uh... Was it boy, girl, or bunny? Wait, as names? <laughs> boy, girl, or bunny? Yeah. That's so weird. I know. It's one of those. I, I really want to think it's a girl. Bunny? Okay, it's, it's girl. Nope. It's boy? Boy, B-O-I. B-O-I. Oh. Boy. That's weird. <laughs> well, thanks for playing with us, y'all. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.